0: It's the Lost Years Pod, Lost Years Pod. Running through this show called Boy Meets World is what we're doing. Sit and tell your friends who will always stand by you. It's the Lost Years Pod. Hello,
1: and welcome to The Lost Years, a retrospective fan cast. I'm Sid. I'm Tay. And welcome
0: to season three! Oh my gosh, we've done it! It's crazy. It's a new era, baby. Ooh, new new opening? New <laughs> opening! Not I, us. <laughs> no, our our opening is the same. I totally <laughs> forgot about the new opening for season three, though. Like, completely forgot. It's just the three of them in yeah. chubbies. Yeah, Uh, Just, like, shots of them in chubbies over, like, a colorful, like, filter... Yeah, and then Boy Meets World, <laughs> and uh, it's it's Sean, Eric, and Corey mm-hmm. are the three, which mm-hmm. is also wild. <laughs> yeah, they're like vibing and friends, I guess, because at this point they're in eighth grade and a senior in high school, which is like weird, but and there's no one else in Chubby's. It's just oh the yeah, three of them. <laughs> so it's fun. Yeah, new opener, very weird. I'm glad we're talking about it now because it's definitely in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> talk about but yeah we're in season three now um there might be some changes which we will talk to you about in the mid-roll oh and also at the end <laughs> what that's weird yeah bear bear with us as we go through some changes but um thanks for being here for our season three opener and uh what are you nostalgic for this week i'm nostalgic for american girl dolls oh yeah uh, yeah uh
1: while we're recording this one, I'm still in Chicago. Yes. So we literally just passed the American Girl Doll story yesterday. <laughs> um, but I am very nostalgic for these. I had a few of them. Mm-hmm. But the more that I also learned about American Girl Dolls growing up, the more I loved them. Uh, because they were actually started by a retired teacher and writer.
0: I did not know that.
1: Yeah. Uh, and it was in the 80s, in the later 80s. And uh, she just... she you know visited i think somewhere in virginia and then just decided that she wanted to educate kids more like little girls enough wow. about how women helped shape the nation That's even though lovely. it's still changing well sure uh but yeah i i just thought it was interesting i had a couple of the historic ones molly was my first i found out that she was one of the first that was ever made yeah yeah, yeah. she was one of the original like five or the, something the original three.
0: Three? Yeah. Oh my god
1: Yeah, it' was like Kirsten
0: Samantha and Molly were the oh three, uh, which is wild I thought there was more than that at the start
1: yeah if that makes so sense they kept adding to them and they're still making them yeah uh, some of them the smaller dolls that they make now are kind of weird yeah I
0: we we passed a, like a display window that had smaller ones in there and I was like this is weird actually I don't I don't like the size <laughs> of this one <laughs> uh, But yeah, I mean, it was really fun to
1: just kind of collect things over the years when I was a kid. I used to like playing pretend all the time, so I used to do that. And then they had like a website that I was always on, playing Uh games, Uh, and then the books were just fun. So it was a nice way to learn. I love that. Yeah. What are you
0: nostalgic for? I'm nostalgic for the speech team. Oh, I was on the speech team in my uh, high school, freshman year, and senior year. My speech coach from high school is retiring this year. And so she just finished her uh, last speech season. And she is is retiring after this year, which is incredible and amazing. She is the most impactful teacher I've ever had. She took such good care of me just generally. And I was still visiting her regularly, like, through my sophomore, junior year of college. So Mm. I adore her. And I was just feeling, feeling nostalgic for the days of being on speech. Um, some of my best memories in high school were from the speech team. And it's just a real camaraderie-based performance sport, I would call yeah. it. <laughs> Honestly, because we, we were up at 6 a.m. every Saturday for competitions And they would last all day, especially if, if there were like the, so the novice tournaments versus, um, varsity, I forgot about this until just now, but novice tournaments, uh, they were only one set of three rounds. Varsity, you would go in and do your first three rounds and then you would break into finals. And if you broke into finals, you would have to do another one, maybe two rounds of, of your performance piece. And, oh my gosh, so much work, so much work, so much (laughs) time um but also just the best it was fun and I miss it and um I wish I would have had the ability to do it in college but my college didn't have a speech team until the year after I graduated and then they had a student-led speech team which um one of my friends was actually on and I did judge for them once for their competitions, but it was really fun.
1: Yeah, that was exciting. I had a lot of friends that did forensics and I never did it, but mm-hmm. it seemed up my alley and then I just chose not to, but I was always jealous of the fact that yeah. they were all really close and they got to go out and do all the competitions and everything.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's really fun. I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I miss it. You wanna get into it? Yeah. Season three? Oh my gosh. Ooh. Uh,
1: season three, episode one, is titled My Best Friend's Girl. The episode aired on September 22nd, 1995. It's a new school year. A new school year.
0: So they- (laughs) They literally took the summer off. It was just the summer. Yeah. They're so much (laughs) taller and older. Like, puberty hit them so hard. Yeah. But I guess between the time that they filmed it, yeah. Between the time that they filmed it and the time that they aired it, that was probably a big span of time. It was probably like a year. has to have been. How long... I I should have looked this up beforehand, but I'm going (laughs) to look it up now. September... Yeah, it was literally a school year. September 1994 to May 1995 is when the second season aired, which means they had to have filmed it way before September. Maybe not way before. I don't know how TV works.
1: That's so fun, though, because they're going through a grade every year. Yeah, literally in the school year. And they did it in the show. That's great. (laughs)
0: It's very cute. I wish I could... know. When they were filming it, because they look so different. Yeah. Like, Eric doesn't, because he's already hit, like, past the major point of puberty, where you're, like, actively, But they like, they're so much taller, like, they look so different. It's wild. And they've obviously been, like, hitting a puberty stage throughout the time of, like, when they were, like, towards the end of the season, because we talked about, like, how their voices were dropping and stuff like that, but, like, they just look so different to me. Yeah, it really hits you in
1: the third yeah. the third season. You're like, oh, you're older now.
0: <laughs> but it's only a grade. Yeah. It's so weird. Anyway.
1: The synopsis is it's the first day of school after summer break and Corey is fixated on, but terrified of, asking out Topanga.
0: Eric starts a film society and gets the school thugs involved. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that it, it's the first day of school because they say it's Wednesday, which we'll get into. But like, they seem like the, I don't know. None of it makes sense to me. I'm just very confused, but anyway, we could talk about it in a second. Okay. Um, so we go into the first scene We're at Turner's place, Corey is looking much older, much taller. He comes into Turner's apartment telling Sean, also older and taller, that they got to get to school. Sean is still in pajamas and says, what, you don't know the way without me? Corey's like, come on. And Sean's like, fine, this pizza's bad anyway. And then he starts sniffing and like sniffs at Corey and is like, no, wait, it's you. Corey's like, oh no, too much cologne. And he starts like spinning around trying to walk some of it off. <laughs> John says cologne, nice clothes, the spinning. How could I forget? It's Wednesday, tea day. Topanga's back from her summer trip. And so here I wrote Did she come back and start the school year late? Why is it Wednesday? Because if that's saying it's the first day of school,
1: hmm. what's
0: happening here?
1: <laughs> is Wednesday just known as tea day and that's just why they say it?
0: No, I think tea is for Topanga in that sense. No, I know. But like, oh, oh, are you saying, oh, like, I don't it know.
1: just... Was it always, like, Topanga's Topanga, Day?
0: Topanga's Day is Wednesday. Well, it, I think it's just the day that she comes back, but, like, why is she coming back On in what seems like the middle of the school year? I don't know. This anyway. timeline's
1: whack. The timeline is
0: <laughs> whack. Um... Corey confirms and Sean goes, So you're gonna do it. You're gonna ask her to be your girlfriend. And Corey says, I really hope she says yes, but come on, we're gonna be late. Sean scoffs and says, Lateness, a problem for me once. That was, of course, until I got me a teacher roommate. Then he calls out to Turner, who comes in adjusting a tie, and says, Oh, Matthews, nice outfit. Job interview? And Sean says, Watch this to Corey. And then turns and says, Listen, John, I'm dragging a little bit this morning. Gonna need some extra time. Think you could jot a note for me? Turner says, Sure, no problem. And he starts writing a note. And Sean continues, You know, anything you want. Late, doctor, have fun with it. Turner continues writing and says, You got it. And Corey comes over and looks at him writing the note and says, No way. And Sean's like, What do you write? And Turner hands it out to Corey and he holds it up, and it says, no way. And Turner goes, that's right, pal. Your butts in homer before that first bell rings Or TV, no way. Snacks, no way. Dates, no way. Okay? And Sean says, snacks? And Turner shrugs and goes, I'm new at this. Now get out of here. And the boys <laughs> start to leave. And Turner says, Sean, aren't you forgetting something? And Sean, still in his pajamas and robe, thinks and then says, my books, and then grabs his backpack and some boots, and he and Corey leave, and that's the end of the scene.
1: Yeah. Again, we've we've said it multiple times, but really can't stress. They look older. They look way older.
0: older. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I love Corey wearing cologne. The the. Idea that they just immediately say, Topanga, gonna ask you to be girlfriend? I was right. like, what? This is a jump?
0: <laughs> Presumably after she's been gone for an entire summer? And
1: now it's immediately like the first day of school, maybe. And right. it's like, I'm just gonna ask her to be
0: my girlfriend.
1: It's not even like going on a date. No. It's like, it's like wanna my, be my girlfriend. girlfriend.
0: <laughs> my girlfriend. We are in a relationship.
1: But I did think it's cute. He's getting all dressed up for Topanga in the yes. way that Corey does. <laughs> uh, and I I love... The way that Sean, when he yells out to Turner or like calls him, I don't know if you noticed this, but he went like John. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Which is very fun, and I just love that Turner is being this parental figure. Yeah, he's, it's fun. he's already doing a good job from episode one of this. So. He's like snacks.
0: I don't know what. Do, what do teens have? You're gonna starve. <laughs> you can't. You can't have snacks anymore. Only required meals. All right, so next scene, we're at school. Corey and Sean walk through the side door into the hallway, and Corey says, it's a new year, new me. You notice a spring in my step? Boxer shorts. And Sean says, <laughs> oh, you wild man. And then they see Topanga, and she's like, there she is. And Corey goes and hides by a bust in the hallway, and Sean's like, Cor, what is this? He says, "Uh, it's it's John Adams, the president. He's the school namesake, the father of our country. Sean's like, whatever, why are you hiding? And Corey walks out from the bust as Topanga and her friend continue talking and says, I'm not hiding, it's just look at her, Sean. I mean, look at Topanga. I thought I missed her over the summer, but I missed her even more in person. Wow, she's pretty. And Sean's like, well, come on, go up and say hi. You've known her your whole life. And Chris says, yeah, but that's not the Topanga I've known. It's like she goes away from the summer and comes back a woman. Sean says, so did Coach Franklin, which isn't inherently transphobic, but they're using it as a punchline, so it sucks. Uh, Sean continues, look, we've been over this. Now just walk up to her and ask her to go study. And Corey says, all right, here I go. And then just stands there for a second and then goes, am I moving yet? Uh, We cut over to Eric. He's putting up a poster by the magic door, which is, again, a boy's bathroom. He staples his shirt to the wall and then says, all right, no skin. And this is, I think, what we call the beginning of Eric's decline. Oh, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah uh he pulls his sleeve off as Feeney walks up and asks how the new president of the film society is and Eric says proud proud and dedicated tell me why I'm doing this again he says because extracurriculars look good on college applications Eric says why my grades aren't good enough to get me into college and he says your grades my friend aren't good enough to get you a slurpee and Eric's like but why do I have to show the movie paint your wagon a cowboy musical no one's coming to this and says yes well it's coach Franklin's favorite film which I don't understand why that's relevant but okay Eric asks why he can't show a violent, gory movie, and Feeney says, "'No horror films, please. Violent and twisted characters have no place on a high school campus.'" We hear coins dropping on the floor and then see Joey and Frankie holding a kid upside down for his change. Feeney turns to look at them and they say, "'Hello,' in unison." They turn the kid back over and Joey says, off you go. The kid flees and Joey continues crazy. New kid swallowed his lunch money. Luckily, Frankie's an expert in the floor lick maneuver. Ain't that right, Frankie? Frankie says, please, you embarrass me. Feeney ignores all of this and says, I'll see you gentlemen in detention. And Frankie asks, why, Mr. Feeney, what'd you do? Feeney says something in a previous life, I'm sure. And he walks (laughs) away. Uh, Frankie has a haircut and it's also blonde, which is just... I don't know.
1: It used to be black. It
0: used to be black and like, like chin length. It was, yeah. He had like a bob going. (laughs) (laughs) So we come back over to Corey and Sean. Sean's talking about how good Topanga looks and Corey's like, I get it. I'm going to go for it. He starts awkwardly walking over to Topanga. He looks over and says, Sean, you're not next to me. I must be moving. And when he reaches Topanga, she turns around smiling and Corey says, hello. And she says, Corey, hi. So we're in all the same classes again. And Corey says, yeah, I had a nice summer too. thanks (laughs) and she just kind of stares at him waiting for him to say something else and he just says bye and he walks back over to sean and says what just happened over there sean i mean i'm talking to you fine but over there with the pain guy become a sea monkey and sean says that's a bad animal man and the bell rings and they're just still kind of hanging out and turner comes down the hallway and he's like hey guys 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 you didn't hear did you they're like what what and he says this year when the bell rings it means get to class And they walk into the homeroom and Feeney stops Turner just before he follows them and asks, the hunter boy giving you a rough time? I suggest you send a note home to yourself. And Turner says, okay, George, there's still some bugs to work out, but I'm telling you, until his parents show back up, I'm glad to have him. We had a great time over summer break. And Feeney says, well, the summer is over. The relationship must change accordingly. Turner says, come on, George, you can't know everything. Feeney smiles (laughs) and then snaps and points up just before the bell rings and then says, how does he do it? And leaves and that is the end of the scene. I still love him. Yeah, he's the best. That's not going to change. He's it doesn't. Great. He's He continues to be the best.
1: Uh, I do love, now I feel like maybe Topanga will actually be back in more of the show. Oh, I yeah. I feel like they're, at this point, establishing like she's, she's going to be around. Yes. Uh, and not just disappearing every couple episodes. So that was great. Mm-hmm. I love Corey just straight up hiding because <laughs> he's a dork. And it's cute to see him just have such a big crush now that started out as just him thinking that she's weird Yeah. and not like it does. Oh, how the turntables. <laughs> I also didn't enjoy the train stroke. As yeah. soon as it happened, I was like, mm,
0: that sucks. Uh, way to go. It's, it, it, it's the 90s. It's... <sighs> it sucks, though. It does suck. It sucks really bad. <laughs> it's deeply unnecessary. Yeah, there's yeah, there's literally no point. And yeah. the second
1: kind of joke that they tried to throw in, it's like, you you already did one.
0: Yeah. You didn't have to do a second. You
1: didn't they, have to do either. There's <laughs>
0: another one where they just, like, somebody is, like, greeting her in a scene and um, I, she's just, it's like, oh, whoa, she looks like a woman, is the whole, like, conceit of that joke. It's like, okay.
1: <sighs> Eric didn't change that much, but his hair got longer. Oh, yeah, it's I way noted, longer. It's way longer. Yeah. Um, which I just wasn't expecting. And, uh, I didn't also like really the joke that the grades aren't good enough to get you a Slurpee Mm -hmm. because I was like, what? No, come on. (laughs) (laughs) But I love that the lackeys are back. I also noted that Frankie got a haircut. It was definitely needed. I will say, Mm. uh, in my opinion,
0: it looks like his hairline is receding. Yeah. I wonder if that was why. Yeah. Uh oh. (laughs) Yeah. I think it would have been maybe slightly more noticeable if his hair was longer, Maybe, maybe he was wearing a wig before. Oh. I have no basis for that. I'm just I'm just like thinking about how his hair was. <laughs> Cause it's such a dramatic change. But yeah, Corey's just a dork and I love him. He's yeah. just so sweet. He's cute. He's very cute. He's cute and fun. <laughs> Um, so the next scene, we're in Turner's class. Topanga is helping Turner pass things out. Sean tells Corey, this is your chance. Just ask her out for movie night. And Corey says, try and stop me. (laughs) And Topanga puts a paper on Corey's desk and he calls out to her and she stops and looks expectantly and he just says, thanks for this and salutes her. She nods confused and continues passing papers. In the background, you can see Brittany Murphy's character. Uh, she's just giggling in the weirdness, um, but yeah, Brittany Murphy's a little baby here, rest in peace. I did not put that together. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's Brittany Murphy. She's only in this one episode.
1: Yeah. That's sad.
0: Yeah. Uh, Corey turns and says to Sean, I saluted. And Sean responds, we all saw, which I thought was very (laughs) funny. Corey, you're making too big a deal out of this. Just act natural. And Corey agrees, and when Topanga passes by again, he gets up and says, Topanga, Friday night, what's going on? She says, I don't know. And he just, like, looks at her and he says, neither do I. Okay, then. And then gives her an awkward thumbs up and sits back down. So Vega walks away and he turns and says, Sean, I did this. And like shows him a thumbs up and that's the end of the scene. It's just him being awkward. <laughs> Which, again,
1: I love because that's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. So when you have a crush on somebody and at that age. <laughs> um, but I did have the moment where I was like, don't ask in front of everybody. Yeah. Just pull her aside in the hallway. Don't do it now. In the middle of class. <laughs> um. But yeah, me not knowing that that was Brittany Murphy, I was like, she's having her moment in the back because she's very visible yeah, in the Yeah, she's just like being right like
0: below, but still very in the frame and she's in it. It's great. Like just turn back to Corey and is like,
1: ha ha, ha yeah. like kind
0: of laughing
1: and it feels very awkward. But I also didn't know that she just comes back later. So mm-hmm. it's like in this episode. Yeah, so yeah. it was just funny. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a friend she was talking to in the hallway, but you don't really get a good look at her in right. that scene. So, um, Next scene. We are in the cafeteria. Eric is putting up another poster for the movie night and everyone boos him and he's like, hey, hey, get off my back. I'm trying to get into college here. And they continue booing him, but Joey and Frankie step in and Joey's like, hey, shut all your traps. It says Clint Eastwood's in this picture. And Frankie says, singing. And Joey just looks at him like, what? they they say to Eric, word around the halls is your ticket sales are a little lackluster. To that end, we have a business proposition. We'll take all the tickets and we'll sell the show out for you. And Eric's like, cool. And Frankie says, for a piece, of course. And Eric says, piece? A piece of what? And they say, the profits. You see, we got our fingers in every organization in this school. Except the Mime Club. And they look over at the mimes that are just, they're just being mimes. And Frankie goes, those guys give me the creeps, as Eric shudders. And he walks off, presumably to fight them. And Eric <laughs> says to Joey, oh wait, I know what this is. You guys can forget it, alright? And Joey's like, no one says forget it to Joey the rat. Ain't that right, Frankie? And we cut over to Frankie, who the mimes have surrounded and he yells help joey they got me in that box again (laughs) joey goes and pushes all the mimes away gets them out of the invisible box and that is the end of the scene i love them yeah it's (laughs) very funny
1: when they're talking at the synopsis about like the school thugs like adam scott's character is not here but i love that these two can also just stand on their own now without having a person that is leading them yeah it's fun at least for right
0: now Right. am sure he comes back but <laughs> in this episode in it's this just moment fun. it is very fun uh it's it's fun to watch them just like play off of each other and not be lackeys they're just like being bullies <laughs>
1: Also, maybe I missed this when he was uh, first putting up the posters in the first scene. But it costs money to do this film, or is it this... seems
0: like it. Um, or is this just something that they proposed of like, "Hey, we'll charge people money now"? Uh, <laughs> no, I I think you do have to buy because it's a, a school club, right? So they probably right. need to recoup whatever investments to um, get these wild films. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like you pay for like extracurricular events. Like I still had to pay. I don't know, five bucks to get in my school football games. Yeah. I think. But yeah, it seems like it's just for, like, it's it's a school club. Like, a club's having a big sale, similar tactic i guess it's
1: just so funny that they're like hey
0: we'll sell all of these tickets and we're gonna keep the money (laughs) it's like okay (laughs) we can keep a piece of the profits deeply deeply not allowed it's an extracurricular activity (laughs) so whatever money they make yeah whatever money they make it's gonna go back to the club i feel like is it just eric in the club like what's the deal
1: also how did he become president I know that that's like cool like Feeney tried to put him up to it but it's so funny to me that he's like I'm the president of the film society.
0: (laughs) If this is the first day of school how is he already the president of the film society? I have no idea. I don't know what day it's supposed to be. Why is if it's not the first day of school why did Topanga come back to school? Why is her summer trip ending in the middle of of the start of the school year.
1: Because Topanga is always on top of her stuff and is a very good student, so I doubt that she'd be like, well, let me just take a week and a half off to still
0: be on summer. She loves school. It's confusing. It's very confusing. It's all very confusing. Anyway. Season three. Season three. (laughs) That's the new catchphrase instead of it's the 90s, baby. It's season three, baby. Nothing makes sense in season three. (laughs) (laughs) And now we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more of my best friend's girl. Hello, welcome to the mid-roll. Uh, here is where we will be doing any announcements, um, upcoming Patreon shoutouts. What? We have what? a Patreon. Let's talk about that in just a second. Um, and any other like little things we want to talk about um, that we don't have time to do at the end of the episode, we'll be here in the mid-roll now if we get ads at some point. Um, but Yeah. Welcome to the mid-roll, and Sid, do you want to talk about our Patreon? I'd love to. Tay and I have set up a Patreon for The Lost Years. Yay! Uh,
1: It is patreon.com slash thelostyearspod, and uh, we decided that all of the tier levels were actually going to be the same, uh, but we have distinctions for each, so uh, the first is $2 a month, it's light nostalgic, Uh, $6 a month is friend of the pod, Uh, and then $10 a month is sweet little idiot. Yeah, how why are you giving us so much money? (laughs) So bad. Why are you doing that? But also thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but again, all of the tiers come with the same benefits whenever you donate. So it uh, includes early access to the episodes as well as any exclusive content that we make. Uh, you know, behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then giving you shout
0: outs in the episodes. So. Yeah. Um, we'll have probably stuff like bi-weekly talkbacks, uh, the cruise cut from the mm. uh, now, I think two weeks ago at this point, we'll probably be on the Patreon. SineapyCut will probably be on the Patreon. Uh, any stuff like that will will be bonus episodes, bonus content um, will all be here. So if you want any of that, uh, that's where it'll be. And we appreciate that support.
1: Yeah. And also, like, the vlog that we're doing for Nineties Con, we're also planning on having Yeah, up here, that will so also be here. If you want any of that, <laughs> please
0: join <laughs> please our <laughs> <don't> Patreon. <laughs> please come and donate. Um... Yeah, we made all the tiers the same price, so you know any any donations uh, are just completely appreciated because we all live in a capitalist hellscape, and I know money is hard, so don't yeah. don't even worry about like not giving the highest tier, like give what you can if you want, and that's great. Yeah, um, you also have a coffee. Go for it. <laughs> we have we have a coffee if you don't uh wanna do like a monthly membership thing, but you wanna you have, you know, a couple extra bucks this month you'd like to throw away, that is also great. Um it is ko fi.com slash the Lost years pod. So that will also have, you know, some cute stuff. Uh nothing like Patreon exclusive will go on the coffee, obviously, but um, you know, photos, that'll probably be up. Maybe one of us will write a blog post. Who knows? Oh heck. I'm j i just committed that to us right now. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't talked about it. But um, yeah, anything you'd like to give, again, will be greatly appreciated on that end. And yeah, uh, Patreon shoutouts would normally go here, but we don't have any because the Patreon has just launched. So I think that's everything. Another just announcement thing. Oh, yes. Um, by this point that this episode's coming out
1: later this week, we're going to be at 90s con. Yeah. So uh we're kind of going to get all dressed up in 90s garbs mm-hmm. and uh, walk around the con business cards in hand that we still have to make
0: they yeah. will be made by they're this made. <laughs> they're not printed, printed. Um,
1: but yeah so it'll just be fun and we'll be filming a lot of it and I just it's gonna be a lot of fun I can't wait to share it with other people
0: yeah if you happen to live in Hartford Connecticut and you're gonna be at 90s Con come say hi we'll be around um, that would be cool and we would love to see you um, <laughs> that, that would be insane I'm actually scared of that I said it out loud and now I'm terrified <laughs> If you see us, don't say hi. Don't just wave from across the floor. No, no you can you can say hi. Um, and on the you know chance that you are at Nineties Con, that would be really cool. So, yeah. Is there anything else? I think this? that's all. Now. I think that's everything. Uh, thank you for joining us for the mid roll, and um, let's get you back to the episode. All right. So we go into the next scene. We are still in the calf, but I guess at a different time. I actually don't. The time of this episode is insane.
1: Or is it the next day? Is it no, because no, he's not. still wearing
0: the same clothes. Why are they in the cafeteria twice? Well, yeah, yeah, at different times. When presumably they've all had the same lunch period up until now. What is happening? <laughs> Topanga's actually, the only other thing that I thought about was like, maybe they were just hanging out in the cafe between classes, but that also doesn't really make sense to me. That just,
1: I mean, maybe, but even, like, my, my friends and I didn't do that. Like, it was always, like, the cafeteria was only for lunch, so yeah. it's weird to think of hanging out there.
0: And also, this is for later in the scene, but Joey and Frankie just offered this deal to Eric and then immediately are enacting it in presumably the same... 10 minutes, if this is the same time, nothing makes sense in this episode time-wise. I just realized how buckwild it is.
1: Yeah, I think the more that we're talking about it, the more I'm like, this episode does not make sense. There's <laughs>
0: no timeline whatsoever.
1: <laughs> Bold start to the season.
0: Yeah. Um. Anyway... We're still in the cafeteria. Corey is sitting at a table. He's all in his feelings. And Topanga walks up to him and asks if he's okay. He stands and says, okay, yeah, very okay. Why? She's like, all day long, you've barely said a word to me. Avoided eye contact. And did I imagine this or did you salute me? And he says, you were in that rainforest a long time. Saluting's in now. And he just starts saluting a bunch of people who walk by in the cafeteria. They all just kind of ignore him. Uh, Tamika says, I know what this is about. Why you're acting so strange. It's about Friday night, isn't it? Corey says, yeah, yeah. Um, So here's what I'm thinking. We get a big group together and grab a bunch of chubbies. And then, and she cuts him off to say, Corey, I'm going with someone else. I sort of thought you knew. And he says, yeah, I heard something about that. guess it just slipped my mind. And she kind of smiles at him and he says, um, if you'll excuse me, I have to be in another place entirely. And he walks over to the vending machine. She walks away and he just slams his face and like the crook of his arm into the vending machine a couple of times and a soda rolls out and Sean walks over and says, can you get me an orange? (laughs) And Corey says, Topanga has a date to the screenings. You were right, Sean. I mean, you warned me that this would happen. Sean says, I did. And Corey continues, you said Topanga looked hot and if I waited too long, some other guy was going to move in. I did. I brought this on. I can only blame myself. I just wonder who asked her. Sean says, I did. And Corey turns to him and goes, what? What? And Sean says again, I asked to hang out. And that is the end of the scene. Uh,
1: oh, that scandal. Boy. I just wanted to grab him and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I was so shocked, actually. I know, right? Oh, you just never expected. <laughs> I was
0: mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so fun. Oh my gosh, it's so fun, you guys. Okay, next scene. We're still in the cab. It's basically the exact Same period of time. Corey repeats, You asked to hang out. And Sean goes, What? You said yourself she's a woman now. And Corey's like, This is weird. It's so weird. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Corey's like, I can't talk to you right now. And Sean says, Cool, see ya. And he just leaves, he's gone. And Corey is now alone and says, Oh, I was going to ask her out. Really, I was. And he looks up to the sky and says, tell me I'm dreaming. Just send me a sign. And then a seventh grader, presumably, comes sliding down the table at him. And Corey looks up to the sky again and says, you call this a sign? And Joey walks up and says, you bet it's a sign. And flips the kid off the table and tells him to lift his shirt up to reveal the words Film Society Screening Friday written on the child's chest. (laughs) Uh, Joey says, 10 bucks a pair. Cough it up. Cough, cough. And he rips two tickets off and tries to give them to Corey. says, this is not a good time, okay? And Joey turns the kid around and lifts the back of his shirt to reveal, be there or be. And then another shirtless kid is slid down the table on a tray by Frankie who lifts him up to reveal the word dead. Corey relents, buys the tickets, and that is the end of the scene. So again, presumably this deal was made (laughs) 10 minutes ago and they've already started harassing children to help them, help quote unquote, sell these tickets. Just another
1: day of being a lackey. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is a cute little moment with Sean and Corey where he's like, "Okay, bye," and he leaves. Corey's like, "I was gonna do it. Come on, man!"
1: <laughs> Didn't you say that this is uh, a lot of times where he's like looking up and just like talking about? Oh yeah, to Bob talking I'm like, to what? What are we doing? <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, he does do that a little bit. Um, it, it gets more so as the as the show goes on because there's always like a vague Christian, yeah, <laughs> like leaning because it's Disney and ABC. So like you know. Hello, God. It's right. me, Corey. <laughs> yeah. And there's a couple of episodes where they actually hardcore, like, God. But oh. um, not for a little while. <laughs> all right. So the next scene. We are at Turner's place. Sean is lying on a couch when a cool black man in a suit comes in <laughs> and says, it's okay, Hunter, don't get up. And he walks over to Turner, who says, well, and the man says, it's the best job interview I've been on in months. And Turner says, all right, Eli, so you got something. He says, yep, yep. the secretary's phone number. I start Saturday night. And they have a little handshake. And the audience is like, woo, it's very fun. Um, and Turner's like, what about the job, man? And then in unison, they go, overqualified. And Turner <laughs> says, Eli, buddy, when they kick you out of your apartment, man, you'll always have a place to stay. And Eli says, I appreciate that. And Turner continues, that park across the street, man. They got new benches too. We'll still be neighbors. <laughs> It's very cute. Like, I, I love how immediately you can tell that they have a rapport and, like, a relationship, even though we don't know who this person is.
1: That's I was going to say this at the end of the, the scene, but this man just comes in. Yes. is so, like, smooth and just
0: <laughs> just best.
1: everything that he's doing. But then the audience just loses it yeah. whenever he's talking about stuff.
0: And it's like, oh, my gosh. He's just he's got a, an energy, man. It's a new presence that is on this <laughs> A black man. We need a black people on this show. Um, so then Corey bursts in. He walks past Sean on the couch and says, all right, where is he? And Turner says, you don't believe in knocking? And Corey's like, I don't believe in anything anymore. I demand to know where Sean Hunter is. And Sean gets up off the couch and says, I'm right here, Cory Corey turns around and goes, aha, I found you. And Sean asks, <laughs> is this about Topanga and Corey goes what were you thinking Sean you do not ask out your best friend's girl am I right and he like asks uh, Turner and Eli and Eli asks how long they'd been dating and Sean's like never he didn't even make a move and Corey says yeah but I was going to and Eli says this sounds like a clear violation of the gentleman's code of dating Corey goes yes like <laughs> <laughs> And Eli says, see, a true friend doesn't ask out a girl his buddy likes or has just broken up with and gives Turner a pointed look as he is making a guilty face and finishes, right, John? And Turner says, yeah, well, you know, whatever. I mean, there's always exceptions to that rule. And Eli goes, yeah, would one of those exceptions be a certain Miss Cynthia Harp? And Turner says, Eli, would you let it go? That was 10 years ago. Besides, you dumped her for that Spanish transfer student whose only word of English was yes, And Eli says, That was my favorite semester. And they (laughs) kind of start arguing and chess. It's very fun and cute. Until Corey says, Excuse me, knife in the back here. And Sean says, All I did was ask out a girl who didn't have a boyfriend. Which reminds me, I think I'll go call her and firm up plans. And Corey says, Oh, go ahead, Hunter. Firm your little heart out. Firm up your plans for Friday night and every other night for that matter, my friend. Or should I say, my ex friend? I'm (laughs) out of here. And then he walks into a closet. And Eli asks, Who's going to tell if he's in a closet? And then Corey comes back out and says, I'm taking back my sweater. And then he walks out the front door and he like grins and goes, nice save. And that's the end of the scene. I love Eli so much. He is recurring. He'll be back, I believe. Um, But he's so much fun. He's just so fun. I
1: just like that scene a lot. Yeah. I also just enjoy learning more about characters and their backstories. And so now it's season three and Turner's like, here's my fun life. Yeah. Before being a teacher here. Where he already had, you know, like, he he rides his motorcycle. Like, it was a bunch of just things about him in the present. Uh so it's like, yes, give me that 10-year past. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me things that you did. And also, you have this cool friend. Yeah,
0: it's so fun.
1: (laughs) But yeah, I mean, he made a point. I I did love when Sean was like, yeah, but she didn't have a boyfriend. So it still sucks. Because you know that your friend is into him. Yeah. Or into her.
0: But technically speaking.
1: Technically, she didn't
0: have a boyfriend. Yes. It's all muddy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's all gray, and um, you're wrong, but you're (laughs) not technically wrong. It's not right, but it's okay. Yeah. As Janet Jackson said. So the next scene, we're back in the Matthews kitchen. Amy is in the kitchen when Corey comes in the back door and says, mom, I got to ask you something. Do you believe that opposites attract? She says, well, yeah. And he nervously says, but it can never last, right? And she goes, well, actually, Corey, your dad and I had nothing in common at first, but then the differences made it kind of exciting. In fact, the first time we kissed was so incredible. And he says, stop. (laughs) Why do I even ask a woman? They only bring you heartache. And he sits out at the table and she says, Well, this one brings dinner every night, a roof over your head, and there was that little giving birth thing. And Corey, now with his like back to her, says, Mom, that's getting real old. And Eric is at the fridge now and says, You know, Mom, I'm sensing one of those brother-to-brother moments. I can take it from here. And Amy says, My pleasure, he's all yours. And she leaves the kitchen. Eric says, You know, Corey, a song comes to mind that might be able to help you through these (laughs) tough times. topanga's going out with shot. topanga's going out with Sean. And Corey says, Bite me very much. now listen i still don't believe topega really liked sean i'm gonna call her and find out and eric says yeah why don't you take the cordless up to the roof so after you talk to her you can jump and cory who was dialing during this but after he says that hangs up just stares at the phone and eric says you're really hurting aren't you and cory turns and nods and eric says that just takes all the fun out of it cory says i've never felt so horrible before i mean i'm sitting here like this and she's out there having a good time it makes no sense eric I got to talk to Topanga and find out where I stand. And Eric's like, look, I got about 10 seconds of sincerity left in me, so don't interrupt, all right? Ask a girl what she's thinking, she'll feel cornered. Corey asks, so what do I do? And Eric continues to ask her best friend. Straight answer. No pressure. Time's up. And Corey says, oh yeah, Trini. Hard cut to Trini and Corey in a booth at Chubby's as she smacks a glass ketchup bottle trying to get some ketchup out and says, I was so totally, totally blown away that you asked me here today after school considering how much I really bug you at all. <laughs> and Corey says, no, no, Trini. And there's a loud ketchup related bang on the table. I really find your infectious energy to be, would you give me that? And he snatches the bottle from her and says, uh, Uh, Let an old ketchup slapper help you out. And Trini says, so what do you want? And he says, I want to ask you something. See, there's this girl who's always been despised by a certain guy. I mean, they're complete opposites. But then it's like one day she and she cuts him off and says, oh, my God, I am so flattered. And he's like, why? She says, because you're asking me out, aren't you? Corey starts awkwardly laughing and then sees Topanga and Sean come down the stairs with Chubby as they walk up to the counter and he turns back to Trini and says, yes, yes, I am. Friday night movies, you and me. She says, you want to do dinner first? And he's like, no, no, I don't think I'll be hungry. In the background of this sentence, Joey and Frankie come into Chubby's in suits with Eric. And Frankie pushes Eric so hard, he nearly falls. It's very good. And now we cut over to them in the back room of Chubby's. And Eric's like, what are we doing here? And Joey says, like we told you, Mr. Blue, Mr. Brown, and gestures at himself and Frankie. And Eric says, if you're here to collect, the film society's broke. Nobody's buying tickets. And they giggle. And Frankie says, maybe not from you. We, however, have sold out. And opens a briefcase full of money. And Eric says, are you kidding? All these people bought tickets to paint your wagon and they laugh again and joey says paint your wagon and slams the briefcase closed and says yeah right and they keep laughing and frankie like pushes eric and says laugh with us and eric does a very forced laugh and that is the end of the scene
1: all of this scene is just wild yeah uh, of just how it switches very quickly um also from the kitchen to chubby's the kitchen i I love amy actually just trying to be all sweet about like well your dad yeah And uh it's obviously sucks because you never want to hear something that, you know, you don't want you to don't hear. hear yeah. Uh but also Eric being the older brother and just actually making fun of it is again very on brand for mm-hmm. siblings, which is fun. Everything with treaty <laughs> see
0: annoyed baby. <laughs> <me. laughs> Yeah, that's kind of as as intended. Yeah, but
1: I especially I was like, don't do it,
0: man. I wonder when she sticks her finger in the ketchup bottle and then licks it and you then keeps sticking it back in It's it's nasty then, and it's worse now, knowing how the world is. It's just so gross, and I mean, yeah, again, as intended, but
1: man. yeah. Uh, it it also bummed me out at this moment because I remember literally a couple episodes ago when Topanga was into Corey mm-hmm. and it was at the counter of Chubby's that she was talking to Sean <gasps> to about Sean it. Sean
0: about it. You're so
1: right. And so it was just a sad moment when it was like on screen in front of me of all of them together. Yeah. And I like, I oh, don't know. The <laughs> parallelism. Oh my gosh. And I'm pretty sure, I don't actually know this, I'm just kind of guessing, but I'm pretty sure that they made like a Reservoir Dogs reference with uh, the Mr. Brown and Mr. Blue And they're both in suits Because that's like That's like the typical uh, Like movie poster That like a guy has Like his college dorm And so it's funny to be like The film society's movies Doing this I did not know that Yeah But that's the same names That they all use And they're always in suits And so I was like Oh that's That's
0: subtle if that's real But I have no idea (laughs) I could just be making that up I choose to believe you Because I have no idea either Hell Yeah (laughs) So the next scene, it's a movie night. Feeney and Eric are standing on stage in front of a bunch of empty seats. And Feeney says, well, cheer up, Eric. It's not the quantity of your audience. It's the quality. And then we get a shot of the mimes in the front row miming. And Eric (laughs) says, ah, shut up at them. And Feeney says, I'd stay, but these mime people give me the creeps. And he leaves. Before Feeney even makes it out of the shot, which I love, Eric jumps off the stage and sprints to the doors in the back. And then Frankie comes in. And Eric says, Mr. Blue, let him in. And Frankie's like, Joey's Mr. Blue. I'm brown. How don't you see that? And they start letting kids in and Frankie says, uh, nothing packs them in like a feel good horror film. And Eric looks at the reel, and it's Texas gut suckers part five, Leon's revenge. Joey says, don't forget about our surprise guest. And Eric says, Leon made it. Joey's like, yeah, but the airline lost his guts. And Frankie says, you should never check your guts. Corey and Trini walk in, uh, and sit down in seats next to Topanga and Sean and Topanga greets them and tells Trini she likes her hair. Corey says, oh, thanks. And Sean goes, I think she meant Trini, Corey. And Corey <laughs> leads over to Penga and says, hey, you want to step outside? And Topanga just, like, shoes him down. The 14's. pre-movie cartoons that they had in the 90s start, and immediately, Sean puts an arm around Topanga, and Corey's like, some people can't even make it through the cartoon. And Corey puts an arm around Trini, but pulls her headfo- headband off without realizing it. Uh, she says, you little badger, and, like, squeezes his nose a little bit. He's confused. But says nothing. Corey watches Topanga cuddle up into Sean Moore and then watches Trini put on lipstick, then watches Sean down half a container of Tic Tacs, then tries to just kiss Trini, but she has blown a bubble so it pops on his lips. He pulls away and goes, oh great, I've been gummed. And it is, this is the first time I've noticed that everyone is making out behind them. Really? Everybody in the scene is making out behind them. I did not notice that. I didn't either until just now. (laughs) It was the, it was like literally the second time I was watching this episode to take notes. I looked up and I was like, are they all making out? They're all making out. And like both sides, like in that Cory and the Corey and Trini angle, there's people on the other side of the aisle making out. And then in the Sean and Topanga aisle, it's so funny. What is up with that? That's like the
1: one episode where they're in the coffee shop and like yeah. everyone just starts kissing at yeah. the same time. I was like, what are you doing?
0: So what are funny. you doing? They're <laughs> all in public. No PDA. <laughs> it's so weird um The cartoon ends and Eric pops out to introduce Leon and in the movie, but instead it's Feeny holding a flashlight. He says, "Boo!" Everyone scatters. Joey pulls Frankie and says, "In the car, Mr. Brown." And Frankie yells, "Not until I find out what that monster's done with Leon!" <laughs> Joey pulls him away, and Eric walks up to Feeny on stage and says, "Mr. Feeny, there's a very good explanation for this." Feeny says, "I'm sure there is," and Eric goes, "Really? Because I was just kind of winging it." <laughs> We cut over to Sean, who is pulling Topanga out of the movie, like room, but she looks back at Corey, just now sitting there, and says, Sean, I'll be right there. She walks back over to Corey and just, like, looks at him. And he says, What are you looking at me for? She goes, Corey Matthews, what is your problem? And he says, You. She's like, What did I do? He says, Topanga, you only went out with my best friend. She says, Well, you didn't ask me. Besides, you came to the makeout movies with my best friend, too. And he's like, Yeah, but only to make you think. I mean, I was just. And then he sighs and turns to leave and she yells, Corey, would you just talk to me? And he's like, I can't. Don't you think I want to? In my head, this is so easy. I said it all summer long, a million times. She goes, said what? And he says, I can't say it now here with all these empty chairs around. <laughs> she says, it's just you and me. We've known each other our whole lives. We've always been able to talk. He says, that's what's making this so hard now. She says, it doesn't have to be. And we get the start of their music. And he says, look, Topanga, if I had to dream up the perfect woman, She wouldn't even come close to you. She smiles really big and he says, would you be my girlfriend? And she steps forward and just kisses him. And when she pulls away, he says, yes or no. And she kisses him again. And that is the end of the episode proper. It is so sweet. This is the cutest. Out of all of the weirdness of this episode,
1: this like saved it. Yeah, for sure. I was like, oh, yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Started out with a bang. This is (laughs) my friend. Yeah, baby. They're dating. They're dating.
0: Which again is such a step. (laughs) <laughs> it's. It is. I mean, it's. It's been set up. Yeah, like, in the context of Corey and Topanga, right? It makes sense because yes. they have been friends. It's not even like really they need to get to know each other in that way. Like, right? They're gonna just go on a relationship.
1: But I love it. It's great. I love. It's just funny to me that it, like she's gone all summer, and then like the first time that she's back, he's like, "Will you be my girlfriend?" Davey, me immediately. But yeah, I love the two of them. And I think it's so sweet that she's actually
0: like, just, just talk. Yeah. Just, just talk, talk to talk me. Talk to me. That's all I want. Because, <laughs> surprise, that's the lesson. Yeah, baby. <laughs> this is, again, obviously a pivotal Corian shot. Cha- Corian shot. Cha- Corian Topanga moment. <laughs> a big Korean shot It's Sean a big Korean Cha- shot <laughs> moment. Oh no, it was a big Corian Topanga moment. And just like a brilliant line yeah. from a 14 year old. If I had to dream up the perfect woman, she wouldn't even come close to you. mm Come on. Come on. Come on. Say that to me or don't even come at me, okay? Like, <laughs> if you're not coming at me with these Cory lines, don't waste my time. Mm. <laughs> It's so very good. It's the best. Um, so really quick end credits. We are still in the movie night theater. Uh, Sean and Trini walk back and clapping as they kiss and Sean says, man, it's about time. I wrote town here, which is fun. Uh, <laughs> Trini goes, you're lucky this whole thing worked, Hunter. I almost had to kiss him. And Corey goes, wait, it was a setup? And they both nod. And Corey's like, come here to Sean. And then starts to look like he's going to like get mad at him, but he just hugs him and says, oh, thank you. And Sean's like, now go back out there, you little sea monkey. And he walks back over to Topanga, who Trini now walks away from, and says so where were we and they kiss again and davica pulls back and says you little badger and that's the end of the scene i wrote ah finally (laughs) (laughs) finally together
1: (laughs) now here's my question yes so this was fun just to be like it was a setup we Mm -hmm. were getting you together the whole time Mm -hmm. was eric also in on this i know because he was like ask out the best friend right and if not
0: that just would have been bad. Yeah, he would have just <laughs> gone to the movie. Like just He, he either, movie. either wouldn't have gone at all or he would have gone without Trini. Right. Um, you know, a great question. I don't <laughs> have the answer to it.
1: Uh... <laughs> because I could see it being like, hey, mom, let me take this. because, yeah, I'm because part I of this." Know. But if it wasn't, then it was just like, oh, that's literally it's coincidence. Lucky. Yeah, <laughs> it sure is lucky. Corey wouldn't have had the idea to go ask out Trini. No. So... I
0: mean, he didn't even really have the idea to ask out Trini. The only reason he did is because he saw Corey, or he saw Topanga and Sean at Chubby's. Right. Which also, I guess, was part of the plan. But so, was like, it? Maybe... It's- how
1: much communication was going on behind the scenes of like, we have to make this work. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because obviously Sean and Topanga knew. That was a plan. Or did Topanga know. Topanga had to know. Topanga <laughs> had to know. Or did she? <laughs> There's no way. I don't think she would have agreed to go out with Sean. I guess. <laughs> I really don't. I, I, I just don't think that makes sense. Maybe
1: she was just being nice.
0: No. You would just go out with friends sometimes? I mean, yes, but no. Not in that. Why would you. His his best friend?
1: Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, it's all weird, but this episode already doesn't make total You're sense. You're not to me. wrong. So, like, You're not wrong. All of these plans just being conspired between these eight children. Quarters.
0: Yes. <laughs> We're definitely thinking way too hard about it, but also. There was a plan. There was a there was a deep plan and also a, a luck plan. None of it makes sense, really. Yeah, because even at the end, she's like, "Whoa, that was really close." Right. It's <laughs> About like the kiss. <laughs> Trini obviously knew. Yeah, of course. Topanga had to know. There's no way Topanga, because my guess is that the reason, the thing that caused him to ask out Trini, besides her being like, "You're asking me out on a date," was that he saw Sean and Topanga. And the only way Sean and Topanga probably would have known, I mean, they all hang out at Chubby's, right? But the exact time that Trini (laughs) is there with Corey suggesting that she asked him out on a date, Trini had to tell Topanga, we're going to be at Chubby's because he asked me to go to Chubby's. So if you and Sean come and I will suggest the date, he will probably do it in reflex because everybody knows who Corey is. Everybody in that situation has to know who Corey is.
1: I just love all of this started because Corey finally got the courage to ask her out. And then it was like,
0: oh, no, I'm already going with Sean. Yeah. He was good to do it. He didn't even have the courage to do it until she was like, this is about Friday. And then he was like, yeah, okay, actually, yes, let's do it right now. So I have this idea. And she's like, I've got a date. You know, she could have just been like, never mind. I'll go with you. (laughs) Right. She could have just told... This is silly. <laughs> this is a silly conceit. You're absolutely right. It doesn't make... Because the whole thing was, specifically, I'm waiting for Corey to do it.
1: Right. And she even could have hinted at it of like, what are you doing? Like, is like about Friday. Yeah. And he still could have been like, yeah, you're right. Would you
0: want to go? Which is what he started to do. Yes. And then she was like, actually, I have a date. Which but is But if the it was crazy. all a plan, then she... then the, She could have just ditched She could have just ditched the <laughs> whole plan. You're so right. Oh, my God oh my god come on this episode (laughs) the whole conceit of this episode is so silly
1: oh but it makes for good television it does
0: it was very good television we obviously get the big Corey moment at the end that we wouldn't have got her hair is so long and it's very pretty it's very pretty I'm excited for when she eventually gets rid of her bangs, because I don't really like the bangs, mm-hmm. That which they were a very popular bang style in the 90s. I believe uh, DJ and Stephanie both had those bangs in Full House. Love it. But um, anyway, that was the end of the episode. What's the lesson, Sid? <laughs> well,
1: hey, one, communication is key. Mm-hmm. And actually letting people know what you want to say or how you feel is very important, but also just be impulsive sometimes. True. When you want something, do it. Do it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Uh, Because of Corey just would have done it right from the beginning. None of this episode literally would have happened <laughs> at all. Yeah. That could be used for anything, but also just about relationships and people. I like and that you're dating. So. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> she just dabbed a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I forget that people can't see. You when <laughs>
0: Just so you could have that moment in the same way that I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I have my bit came back. <gasps> yes! Uh, oh, I'm excited.
1: Yeah, uh, two goofs and a lie.
0: Yay! It's back.
1: Uh, okay. Okay. So, this, again, episode's are already wild. Uh, so it's fun when there were goofs also included. Yay! So there are a couple. Okay. In one shot, Corey is helping Trini get ketchup out of a bottle, but in the immediate next shot, the bottle's on the table next to Trini. Okay. 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 When the students are all piling into the gym, one of the students in the back just trips and they go on to the next scene like nothing happened. <laughs> okay. And then in the initial shot of the front of the school, the sign clearly reads John Marshall High School, the real life location,
0: as opposed to John Adams High School, the fictional one. No way. Oh my God. Oh, these Boom. are good. <gasps> Boom. Oh my God, Sid. <laughs> these are all so believable. Starting out with a banger
1: in uh, season three, episode one. Okay.
0: Oh, they're all like continuity errors. Which are all so believable in a sitcom. Um, <laughs> Especially a 90s one. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the ketchup one... Read me the ketchup one again.
1: In one shot, Corey is helping Trini get ketchup out of a bottle, but the immediate next shot, the bottle is on the table next to Trini. That feels true.
0: That feels a thing that, like a thing that happened. I feel like I would have noticed the kid tripping. I feel like I would have seen that because that feels like it'd be so dramatic. But then again... But again, you didn't notice them making up in the back
1: until the Until this time.
0: time. <laughs> You're so right. Um, I f- oh, man, but I don't ever remember seeing a sign for the school in the exterior shots. But maybe I'm just not looking that hard. I feel like the ketchup bottle one is a thing that actually happens. So I'm trying to decide between the lie between the last two. I am going... Oh, I want to get it right so badly. I'm going to go with the kid tripping is the lie. You are correct. Yes, <laughs> oh, yes.
1: Um, but there was a lot that was happening, and yeah, thing, so yeah. I was like maybe I can trip to
0: <laughs> I. It was really a toyin cost. It was. It was a toyin cost. Toin cost. A toyin cost.
1: It's a coin toss. Okay, I
0: was like, I was losing my mind. I was like, that sounds wrong. Why does it sound wrong? Toyin cost. Toyin cost. <laughs> literally losing my mind oh my god thank you and i'm sorry um <laughs> wow that was wild i was i was so confused i was like twin costs yeah that sounds right no it doesn't why does it sound wrong that's right no why that was my old brain anyway I mean, <laughs> it had, was a coin toss
1: you had the rest of the word right i, just I
0: did just flip some letters
1: Flip two letters hey
0: um anybody with like a normal working brain out there what's that like <laughs> tweet at me i would like to know because mine's pretty wrecked at <laughs> uh, all times.
1: Um, I would have loved if one of the students did trip, though. It would be cool. It'd be fun. Because you know that they would try and just be like, that was planned. Because mm-hmm. of all the other times that, like, Eric almost getting knocked over yeah. for real. It yeah. was like,
0: oh. <laughs> he really, like, his face was so close to the crowd when he got tripped. Like, it was so funny. Um, oh, man. This is a good one. It was an absolutely chaotically planned one. Yeah. And it didn't make any sense, but I love it. Yeah. It's a classic.
1: Yeah, it didn't need to be anything, and then they made it what it was, and it was very fun. Yeah. I had a really fun time watching it, so- Good. It's just, talking about it after is what I'm like, Yeah, we break it down, and we're (laughs) like,
0: wait a minute, actually. But that's the whole point. They just want you to watch it. Here we are. Critical analysis was never planned for Boy Meets World. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sitcom. (laughs)
1: If you would like to follow us on social media, we have our Twitter and Instagram at the Lost Years Pod where we share when the episodes drop, we share fun memes, and we also ask what you are nostalgic for. And I don't know what prompted me to think of this this morning, but um, my question for this week. What I just got another one as soon as I refreshed it. Love that. uh, The question of this week was, what was your first job? It's fun. Some people just have some buck wild jobs, so I was curious. (laughs) So at Collin and Parker said, I was paid like $12 an hour in high school to run Life and Sound for people who would rent out our theater. It ruled. But if if you mean first out of school, kitchen prep and buffet operation at a local dinner theater.
0: Wait, $12 an hour? does that seem a lot? That's so much money. (laughs) That's so much. In
1: high school. In high
0: school? That's so much
1: yeah uh the local dinner theater is very appealing to me yeah i did not know that you did that that's <laughs> fun at strong gritty said i work customer service at pizza hut <laughs> love it like
0: uh, customers serv- like on the phones or like in the pizza hut in corporation the- <laughs> oh. what do you mean yeah please explain <laughs> that i'm actually curious what part of the co- were you like a cashier at pizza hut or did you call, like answer phones for people complaining for pizza hut in a corporate number that doesn't seem right what was your hut job? Yeah, what was the customer service aspect of it? <laughs> Please explain.
1: <laughs> at Hannah Noel7 said I worked at McDonald's for two years as a teenager. And it was awful. Yeah. I got yelled at by grown-ass adults all the time, and once a middle-aged woman who had kids my age with with her threw a whole tray with food still on it. Still on it at me. Yikes. People are horrible. Especially to the service industry. <laughs> Especially
0: to fast food workers. Yeah.
1: You don't deserve that. I'm very Yeah, sorry. I'm
0: so sorry that happened to you. Mm. Oh my gosh.
1: People just have the audacity. Like I mean, Tay and I literally talked
0: about this We yesterday did yesterday.
1: <laughs> but it's just like, people just feel so entitled because they're just spending money. And it's like, no. It's disgusting. No, We're like, everyone's a person. Everyone's a
0: human <laughs> being. Would you like to be talked to that way? I don't think so. Uh, that. Oh my God. I'm so sorry that happened to you. <laughs> my cousins both worked at McDonald's for like years and um, they had some stories so i i fully i'm sorry
1: <laughs> uh at french toast said i was a busser at bertucci's it's pizza chain mm-hmm. the only part of that i'm nostalgic for is the free bread rolls <laughs> yeah
0: man pizza pizza work is rough yeah it just is because it's it's hot and gross and it sucks i worked at a for like almost a year and that's my worst job to date so. hell yeah this question the rules they're <laughs> <Yeah>, just <laughs> sad i'm sorry i keep you yelling at
1: walking taco said i worked for the newark barge bandits an independent league baseball team as a parking lot attendant usher scoreboard operator and official scorer
0: that's a lot that makes sense too for what you do now yeah it tracks now yeah, that's a lot of stuff yeah right working your way through the ranks at hey sherry pan said a page in a library Love oh, that. I love that. I tried to do that and they wouldn't hire me, which was really sad because I loved the library. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I are like, this, this is my place. I literally <laughs> tried. I applied like two or three times and they literally wouldn't hire me. And it worked out because I loved my first job, but uh, I was really sad about that.
1: At <laughs> <laughs> uh, WinLoseTie said, for one weekend, I worked on a golf course collecting and cleaning golf carts.
0: Ooh. Golf carts are fun though. The golf job, the caddy jobs in my neighborhood were big. Yeah. Like, at the one country club in our town, like, everyone was like, I'm a caddy. I make so much money. And I'm like, I want to be a caddy.
1: No, us too. That was a big part of where I grew up.
0: Yeah. Cal's zones friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Summer camp counselor. My best years at that camp were when I
1: had a flock of gay teens under my wing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I know you love that job.
1: It always looked very fun. Yeah, it did. And finally, at the stage dweller said, so dishwashing at the seafood restaurant down the street from me was when I, when I was 15. It was mm. absolutely terrible, but I bought my first car with that job and got another job I could drive. To. Hell yeah,
0: that's dope. Dishwashing is rough. But yeah, my first job I worked at, well, I guess technically speaking, my first job was at a diner uh in my hometown. I worked there for I think actually one shift. And then that same week I got an interview for uh the health food grocery store that I ended up working at. But I, I worked at that one shift and that I was a I was a bus girl and uh they basically just threw me on. And at the end of the night, I was there for like five hours. I don't even think I got paid for that shift. <laughs> um, but I was I was talking to the, the girl that was uh, a server. And she was basically like, I'm going to be really honest with you about the shop. It's not good. They will probably pay you under the table so you won't make taxes. But they're going to not pay you very well. Uh, I can't remember. She told me like a bunch of stuff and I was just like, okay. She was like, do you have any other interviews or anything like that? I was like, I actually got a call for an interview, um, a little bit ago, but I- I'm here. She was like, I would recommend you go in the bathroom and call them back immediately. Oh and I was my like, God, <laughs> okay. Thank you. Um, and I don't remember her name, but I hope she's okay. <laughs> I did call them back. I did have an interview for that other place. And I worked there through the last, uh, year of high school, as well as like, a couple of years, I like, I went back over summers and stuff uh, a few times uh, for years. Um, and I loved that job. That was a really, really great first job as far as first jobs go. Like, I, I worked in the body care section. It was, like, a health food grocery store. So we had vitamins and stuff, but we also had, like, produce and yeah. we had a smoothie bar and um, all this stuff. But, oh. yeah, I love that. That was my first job, but it was a great, great job.
1: Yeah. I uh, I was a lifeguard. That
0: <laughs> nice. Was that tracks, honestly. Yeah. I uh,
1: I swam for like, most of my life in the summer, mm-hmm. uh, for a swim team back home, and then in high school, I had an elective that was literally lifeguard training, was a class that I could Whoa. take, and so you would take it, and then you would get certified in lifeguarding, and we Hell, had yeah. so many swim clubs on, uh, my side of the state where I lived, and so... Pretty much everyone that took that had a lifeguarding job just that summer because we were just into it. And I was nervous to actually do the job. Oh, yeah. That's scary. It's scary as hell. Uh, And I luckily didn't have to do anything at the club that I was working at uh, that was too crazy. But uh, some people did. (laughs) And so I would you know I get to hear about that but most of the time it was like working the snack bar and working the check-in desk and just doing everything and then at some points just sitting out in the sun in the summer and I thought that was great so yay lifeguarding yeah
0: lifeguarding is cool I remember like going to my pool in like my neighborhood pool when I was a kid and seeing lifeguards and they were obviously teenagers but they didn't look like teenagers to me because I was a child so they looked super old right and being like whoa they're so cool <laughs> They're just up there in a chair, and they could save somebody's life.
1: <laughs> I thought it was so much fun, though, just to be like, get up on the chair, and, yeah, like, sit down, and it,
0: it, you have a big thing. You over got you. <laughs>
1: you got the little life life preserver, yeah, so it's just across your lap, and everybody had a whistle, and I yes. love the whistle loved having my sunglasses and my whistle yeah. and I was just like this is so badass
0: <laughs> yeah they look cool lifeguards are cool
1: um so that was really fun mm-hmm. and then you know the end of the nights we would have to clean up the whole club so that was less fun less fun that's the <laughs> worst part about lifeguarding but yeah I think I did that two or two summers three summers I did for a couple summers in a row nice. and that was that was really fun so the second time that I was working there then like people knew me and I thought that was also cool because yeah. I was like yeah you come to me <laughs> when you have a problem. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, fun times. Radical. Well, thank you for those submissions. Yeah. Um, you can also email us at thelostyearspod at gmail.com. We might read your email on the show. You can rate us and write a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. It really helps us out. It helps people find the show. And yeah, thank you for any and all support. Thank you to the
1: Scavengers Network for having us on the network. You can find other cool shows like Spooky Spouses and Thanks for the Lyrics, which by the time that this episode drops, we should have an episode on. Yes. uh, Where we're, I think, going to be talking about Taylor Swift. I think so. So if you'd like to hear us in a new format, you can find that and all the other cool shows at www.scavengersnetwork.com. We also have our merch on there, so if you want to get a hat, go for
0: it our hat's cool it's really cool and i like it
1: yeah and by the time that this episode also drops it'll be the week that we're trying to give writer strong one of the hats yeah so you can match with
0: Ryder strong aka sean hunter yeah if he accepts it If he ex- i really hope <laughs> i really really hope he's able to accept it that'd be great i'll be sad if he's like oh i can't take it but thank you <laughs> be
1: like just where, where can we send it <laughs> yeah literally i'll mail
0: it to you do you have a p.o box <laughs>
1: uh but yeah you can get that there
0: yeah um our personal handles are in our show handles but if you want to find me twitch.tv slash it's takerow um check out the vod me and sid did a couple weeks ago uh it's really fun it was a really fun good time at one point sid ranked all of the great lakes she has strong opinions and um i don't know whether or not she's right she's been to all of them though so <laughs> check that out it's funny
1: yeah uh you can find me on tiktok at sudsley i have stuff that you can see. And watch, and like, and comment if you really want.
0: Um, Engagement. So, yeah. Um, I think that's everything. Yeah. This has been a fun... Hey, Sid, thanks for being at my house this weekend. Oh, it's been a great time. It's been really nice. I needed this. Just hanging. Just
1: friends. Just-
0: <laughs> Why are you clarifying that we're just friends?
1: I I feel like I keep... Whenever I say that in my mind, I keep thinking, like, just two pals hanging. But then I always <laughs> just end up with, like, just pals. <laughs>
0: We are nothing more than friends, everybody. (laughs) Just need you all to know. I want to be extremely clear, okay? (laughs) We are just friends. (laughs) All right. That's the end. Thanks again for being here. Until next time. Your Ted. Your Sid. Just like it's always been. What else do you need to know? Goodbye. Bye, Bye, Pam. The Scavengers Network. Creator driven, community
1: focused, treasured content. Do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to sidecharacterquest.com. Okay, but you promised not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh, no. <laughs>